0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Tango Delta podcast. This week, Coach Kimbo and I talk about the seven unbreakable laws of being a CrossFitter. Are you wondering what they are? Take a listen. We have a lot of fun. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Tango Delta podcast. Second one in a week. Um, We're going to... Hit you with a little bit of information today, maybe have a little fun, do a little talking. I'm Coach Decker, I'm here with my lovely wife, Coach Kimbo. Hello. And we're going to talk about, uh, I came across an article this morning, um, courtesy of Box Rocks, and um, they have seven unbreakable laws of a CrossFit athlete. Mm -hmm. And I was reading it to you, I was going to send it to you, and I I was actually going to post it on our members page, but... We're like let's let's talk about this stuff and and do it as a podcast. So yeah, so here we are. Let me make sure this thing's recording. Oh yeah, we're good. We are good. <clears throat> so seven unbreakable laws of the CrossFit member, the box member, the athlete, the competitor, anybody who is
1: the CrossFitter.
0: The CrossFitter. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive in. Number one, what's the first unbreakable law of being CrossFitter?
1: So I'm not. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure these are like in order of sure. importance. I, I think these are just their, their seven that, that are their unbreakable laws. And I, and after reading through it, I agree with them.
0: Yeah. We're going to add a couple of our own. We do so. have,
1: yeah, we do have some to add. Of course we do. Uh, but there, but the first one listed is a very obvious one. Never cheat reps.
0: Law number one.
1: Law number one. So it, this really should go without saying like, we we've we've talked about how to have good data and integrity with data and everything has to be, you know, in check and, you know, there are times and it happens to me all the time where I will forget, what round I'm on. Right, we have that conversation every time. Mm-hmm. Am I and in five or six? And so so we always go. I always go back to what I know. I did. I know I did this. Right.
0: If you got twenty one wall, wall balls to do, and you get to eight you know, nine and you for somehow lose your train of thought and then you just keep going, you're like, oh crap, was I on twelve? You go back to the number you know you did. Right. Okay. And That's, that just helps
1: with 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 at least not cheating. Cause cheating cheat and when we talk about cheating, we're really talking about the intentional shaving of reps to get a better score.
0: Just to get a better score or just to be your friend, or right. just to be the one at the top of the sugar wad list, or right. whatever it is, you're only sacrificing your own improvement. That's mm-hmm. all you're doing,
1: and your integrity,
0: and your integrity, yeah. which is in our core values, right? Right, <clears throat> as a box. Yeah. So <clears throat>
1: never, never cheating reps. That that's number one. Um, uh,
0: I mean, I watch people do it.
1: I you know. For the most part, I, I will every now and then. If I'm coaching class, I'll take a few seconds and count a set on someone. It is very rare, in our box anyway, that mm. I see people intentionally. It's obvious when someone's intentionally shaving reps. I mean, it's, to me anyway. Sure. Um, and I have seen it a time or two, but those people, most of the time, they just don't last. They don't last. They end up, yeah, yeah. they end up quitting.
0: Well, and... And that goes to another law that's coming up here yes. in a little bit. But um most of the time it is um newer athletes that that feel as though they should be killing every wad.
1: Or like former or, former CrossFitters yeah. or, or CrossFitters former from another box. And, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. That have to have high scores, things like that, um, just to, to look good or feel better or whatever. But they're just sabotaging themselves. Oh,
1: yeah. And, yep.
0: and making their self look like a clown, yeah. honestly. But, yeah. um, yeah, rule number one.
1: Never cheat reps. Don't
0: cheat your reps. There you go. And you'll be a games athlete.
1: <laughs> <laughs> games are, are coming up. The games.
0: Watch the games starting Friday.
1: Um. Okay, so rule number two.
0: The rule la- number two.
1: The, the last to finish gets the loudest cheers.
0: I love this.
1: You know, you know where where we really see this shine? It it happens in every box, everyone is cheering for the last one. But you know what really lights my fire is when you're in a competition setting and you're in you're intentionally trying to beat other teams. Like you want those teams to not perform well so you can win. Right. Right? right. Like you're in competition, but when they're the last on the floor, everyone corrals around them and cheers them on, even though that's your competitor. Right. You know, and so that's like a culture in CrossFit that I think is one of the reasons why we get so close to each other. Absolutely. Cause that last person suffering through those last reps and all they want to do is, is for it to be done, but they have those reps to do and everyone is just cheering them on.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think that there are a lot of boxes and ours included that can do better at this.
1: Sure. Because so, here's what happens. Um, Let's say you're doing Fran, and you finish Fran, and then you collapse on the floor, and me and you, we make them get up after, you know, 30 seconds to 60 seconds, and we're like, all right, walk it off, you know, do do something. But here's the deal. When there's still someone on the floor, and they're working, you can walk it off in the gym. Or you can collapse on the ground those first few seconds and still yell out their name and cheer them on. You know, you yep. can you can still be there and show support in the midst of dying as long as you're still conscious. Yeah. We're not throwing up or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: if you're new to this podcast and new to CrossFit, it's not all about dying and throwing up, but
1: thank God. I know that that sounds terrible.
0: (laughs) Thank God. Um, yeah. So cheer on the last person, uh, just like you would like to be cheered on. Oh yeah. You know, make every person feel, um, as though their last rep matters as much as their first. Sure. You yep. know? And uh, that creates camaraderie and teamwork. And you don't know. Actually, most of us who've done CrossFit know what it's like to be the last one done.
1: Oh, it's so disheartening.
0: It's Is it? And, and should it be?
1: No, it shouldn't be. But you, when I say disheartening, I don't mean like in comparison to another athlete. But when you're the last one, I mean... It, I imagine myself in a set of 30 thrusters and everyone's done. And, and, I, and I'm thinking I have to do these 30 thrusters before I get to finish. Mm-hmm. And there's something inside me that is telling me, Hey, what if, what if you just kept yourself right now? Like you don't have to do these thrusters. But when I got someone there yelling for me in my face, my, my first things are, well, I can't let them down. Yep. I got, I, I have to finish this and I got to do it strong and you know not everyone may respond that way but i think a lot of people do when when you have other people there cheering for you and they want you to finish yeah. it makes you want to finish that much more
0: yeah you know and do things that you never uh, didn't think you could do yep yeah i'm really laughing at this person trying to learn how to drive a a manual car uh in front of <laughs> us it's killing it every time but uh, anyway <laughs> poor, poor on car. <laughs> on to uh, poor car <laughs> on to number 3
1: number 3 oh i love this one we've preached this before don't cherry pick wads
0: Uh, that's pretty self-explanatory uh to me if um if you don't know what's coming and you just show up i like that right it doesn't matter what is coming at you you're going to do your best to do it your coaches are going to be there to modify to scale to get you where you need to go and if you see something come up that you don't want to do that's the day you need to show up.
1: That is because the day. Because you are not
0: going to get better if you only do the things you like.
1: Right. So the the competition team is going to HOA next week, and they haven't released workouts. And, and we, we're pretty sure they're not going to until day of. I love that.
0: Me too. I love that. The unknown I, don't like <laughs> I don't like it as a
1: coach. Right? I don't like it as a coach, right? Because I would love to be strategizing mm-hmm. right now, but um, we can strategize on the fly and... The fact that everyone's going to be facing the unknown and the unknowable is brilliant. It is a true test there, yep, absolutely. Um, but more importantly, when you do know what the workout is and you know you either suck at it or you just you really don't want to because it's hard for you. You
0: don't like running. You don't like rowing. You don't. Right. You don't have good front rack mobility, so you skip the clean days, or you hate the, all the practice that it takes to do a snatch. And see, the things you don't understand is we're not just working on your snatch so you snatch good we're working on your all those 10 characteristics of fitness that make a snatch work right. So you get better at your balance your accuracy yeah. your coordination all those things that we've talked about in a previous podcast uh when it comes to the 10 foundational movements or the 10 characteristics of fitness mm-hmm. um you know so you work on the things you're not good at
1: and so that that well and matt frazier says it best he works to not have a wheelhouse he works at things he sucks at until he doesn't suck anymore, right? So he wants to be good at it all, and the only way to get good at it all is to do it all. Yep. And we call that attacking your weakness. Yep. So that, that's the goal there. Don't cherry-pick wads.
0: Don't cherry-pick wads.
1: That's an easy one. We've talked about that multiple times. Oh, it's like his daughter or something yeah. trying to drive this car.
0: She's got a, a chain wallet. That's <laughs> Don't awesome. Don't be me. I'm not. I haven't seen those <laughs> all right. in a while.
1: Number four. This one we don't talk about much. We'll get on people in the midst of it, but we don't talk about it much. Okay. Number four is look after the equipment. Put it back where it belongs after you've finished using it. So everyone's pre- we're like a team. We're like a pit crew when the wad's over. Yep. Everyone's just kind of you know we we do good in our box with this, but mid wad. Mid watt is when things get a little dicey where we see dumbbells being dropped, and... yeah
0: dumbbells being dropped, kettlebells being dropped,
1: yeah,
0: um you know uh, uh one thing for me is uh when people throw the weights and lean them up against the rig, and now we have black marks all over our rig and and and, 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 and <laughs> these things are real nitpicky for me,
1: yeah like, well, we, as, we, yeah
0: as the person who
1: cleans cleans and the,
0: yeah. pays and you know all the that equipment you know when uh, uh and and i hate to be specific to our box but i'm going to for a second uh, our rig is mounted up off of the floor so the bolts of the rig on the floor are on the outside, are on the outside and and when you drop the plates onto those bolts they put Chips. chunks yeah. out of that rubber and i'm like ah darn it you know what i mean yeah. so Uh, Just those kind of things. But the big ones that all the boxes in the world do don't don't drop drop an an empty empty barbell. barbell. (laughs) I I yell at certain people multiple times for dropping empty barbells. Not even when you're taking weights off. If you take the 245s and you slide them off and you let that barbell hit the ground ground and I hear that noise, I don't like it. Right? I mean,
1: you and every other coach in the world. It, it, It is a sound where... Like you'll break your neck to go find where that like who happened. Did it? Yeah. Who did it? Who did that? <laughs> yeah. Take
0: care of the stuff. Everybody does awesome yeah. at that though. I mean, just keep in mind that if we want to continue to use it and use it for a long time, we, then gotta we take care, we of, it. Take care yeah. of it. That's a pretty good rule to have.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, here's an obvious one. Number, number, f- what is this? Four,
0: five, I think. Five.
1: I don't know where we're at. We'll just go
0: to the yeah. listings.
1: Uh, keep your, <laughs> keep your ego in check. This is an easy one. I think I think for the most part, part our our programming does a good job of humbling all of us mm-hmm. on a on a daily. daily basis. Yeah. Um but that's just an easy one. I mean it when you when you keep when you leave your ego at the door, you have a better experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know? And you don't get hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Ego hurts people more than than bad coaching.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah because when when your ego's moving you then you're willing to do bad movement just to go faster or to re- lift more weight or to yep. lift more weight. Yeah. You get greedy. You want to, you want to have, you know, you want a PR every time or you want to lift heavier than your buddy or, or whatever the case might be. And your ego is driving the car and that's, that's, that's when you crash and burn.
0: Yep. If your right. ego causes you to hit a PR and it was crappy movement, then good luck. Good, well, good, good luck with that. Um, later I mean, on, and- and we,
1: we've all done, again, we've all done this. We've all done this. I've been, I've been super greedy before in, especially with an Olympic lift, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and you know, I'll, I'll hit a split jerk and I'll have to take my trailing foot and like chase it to the front because <laughs> I'm, cause I'm out of position and oh, yeah. you know, s- stuff like that happens. And you know, maybe that was me just feeling really good and thinking I can do it and being confident, which isn't a bad thing.
0: Right. right? You have to be I confident. Think, I think more than anything, I'm, when we're talking about ego, it's the fact that if your ego will not allow you to listen to reason, listen to a coach. Sure. Like, hey, you should go lighter today. Yeah. I had somebody yesterday, we were doing a workout, and super good athlete at taking coaching. Mm -hmm. right? The RX weight was 155, and I was like, look, you could probably do more than what I'm going to tell you to, but I think you should do 115 because your elbows can't get around on the clean. Mm -hmm. That's about as heavy as we'd want you to go, and it's a weight you don't move a bunch of. We've been doing a lot of 95. Right. And they were like, cool. And it was perfect. It was exactly where they needed to be, just for (laughs) stimulus reasons. That's letting your ego go to the side. Mm -hmm. Like, I could do 135, but just because you but can, should I? but doesn't right. always mean you should, because right. we want to work on getting in the right spot. So we don't have a bunch of egotistical people. No, we don't. They don't, they, they don't, don't last, last long. very long.
1: Yeah. They, they so, normally get through on ramp and maybe show up to two or three classes and then they quickly realize, Oh, this, I'm going to
0: either have to listen to coaching and become and, better yeah. or go somewhere that'll just let me be me.
1: Let me do me. Yeah. yeah. Let me do me. Yeah. And um, that's fine. Everyone has their yep, own journey.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: but but if you're if you're a true CrossFitter, you can't let the let your ego drive the car. It's just yep. not gonna. It's just not gonna work. Listen,
0: but. every CrossFit box was not made for everyone. That's true. Yeah. That there's there's different kinds of people that are going to fit in in different kinds of boxes, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yep. It is okay as long as the box has a great identity on who they are. And they stick to their core values, they coach how they want to coach, they program, they do, they create this community, you'll attract the kind of people that you are.
1: Absolutely. And yep. that's,
0: that's the good thing.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. Okay, so number six, we never have issues with this. I imagine some boxes do, but number six is be kind to the new athlete. Uh, I mean, how how is that not the most obvious what, thing? <laughs> why don't
0: we just love people?
1: <laughs> just love everybody. Yeah, <laughs> we're all in this together. We've all started at some point. We know what it's like to walk in day one and not knowing what the heck is going on yeah. or, or what what this is going to look like. We we don't have that issue at our box. I can't. I mean, we do. After a while, we poke fun at each other. We kind of sure. we kind of joke around a lot. Um, but we're never mean. The heart is always. We want everyone to do well. We Absolutely. love everybody, and, and I so, think
0: most CrossFit boxes are like that.
1: I, I think I so. know I have dropped into a few where, and it's normally females. Where you'll get that female that thinks she's the top one, and she'll start mean mugging you, like how much can that girl lift? I've seen it happen, oh, and yeah. it's it's very awkward because oh, it it's happens like, on the
0: guys too.
1: Does, oh, I'm sure. Remember
0: us <laughs> dropping into that box on Thanksgiving last year?
1: Oh yeah, and
0: we smoked that wad, and they just did not. They didn't really like, like it. it.
1: They didn't like the fact that <laughs> we crushed them.
0: Yeah, I'm a I'm a big old boy to be doing rope rope climbs. climbs yeah, <laughs> they didn't. They were very surprised. But yeah. But anyway, the, enough about us. Right, enough about <laughs> us.
1: But that. But the. You know, we, we don't do that. No one in our gym is mean mugging people. You know, trying to see measure up next to someone because they're new and they're not sure. I mean, right. gosh, we just got a, a new athlete. Well, she was a former athlete, but. She just came back and, man, she's strong. Mm-hmm. And I, every single athlete that I've talked to has said the same thing. Oh, man, we love her. She's great. She's yeah. so inspiring, you know. Yeah. And, and so, like, that, obviously. Yeah. She's not new to CrossFit, but she's new to our box. And yeah. we love her already. Yeah. Day one, you know. So that that's an easy one for us. Be kind of new athlete. Now, this seventh rule Box Rocks came up with, you guys aren't going to like this. This one.
0: I don't remember it.
1: There are many exercises... That do not need chalk.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> Law number seven. You don't have to have chalk for burpees.
1: I'm so guilty of this. Uh-huh. Okay? Like, I've legit chalked up to do double unders. <laughs> I've done it.
0: You've lost your mind.
1: I've done it. I know. And I'm the one that has to clean up the chalk, too. Most
0: of The, the, the problem is, most of the people who need chalk all the time... Are the sweatiest people. And chalk don't even work. It just becomes like...
1: Paste. Dough.
0: <laughs> like this doughy substance that's on their hands. And then what's Decker thinking? It gets on my floor.
1: Gets on my floor. Gets on my yeah. floor. And everything else you touch. Well, so, so this one is like, you know, if your hands are sweaty, but you're not pulling or doing stuff from the rig... You know, or maybe holding a dumbbell while you're doing step overs or mm-hmm. like if you're grip, if it's not a major grip issue, you really don't need chalk. You
0: don't need chalk. No
1: matter how sweaty you get.
0: Yeah. I and don't it, use chalk hardly at all, except for anything on the rig as far as toaster bar pull ups, chest bars, things like that.
1: I like to chalk up for an Ollie lift. It makes, it just makes my grip feel a little more secure, especially with my left hand, uh, which always sounds like an excuse to people, but. I'm telling you, it just helps. Right. For for whatever reason. Well, I've but... always
0: trained without chalk on the barbell and the kettlebell.
1: Which is really good training. I just do it. Yeah.
0: And so if I, if it gets sweaty, it gets sweaty. But I just train through it. Um, but if you always use the chalk, then you always think you need the chalk. Yep. And then when you don't have the chalk, how are you going to perform? Right? You're going to figure uh, it out.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, so, so we do CrossFit to be better at life. Mm-hmm. Or, or sport, the practical application of everything we do, right? So if, if you're out in the real world and you have to lift something or pull something or pull yourself onto something and you don't have a chalk bucket next <laughs> to you.
0: Which is pretty much a rest bucket. Anyway,
1: what are you, you going to do? Yeah. Right? So, you know, maybe, maybe every now and then train yourself to not chalk up when, when you think you need to or when you want to. Yep. Maybe just start mixing it up. Say, I'm going to do this workout. No chalk. If my hands get sweaty, I'll wipe them. Yeah. And and get back to work. I I mean I need I need to do that. Well, I think I think that's a. I think that's a good good thing to do. So that's the seven box rocks listed on their article of the seven unbreakable Breakable laws of
0: crossfitters. Yep. Um, add yours real quick. Mine. Um,
1: I do have one. It I I call it a temper tantrum. I'm not. I I, I know we're all guilty of this at some point in our CrossFit career, but the temper tantrum looks like I'm doing a set of 100 dubs and I keep tripping every 7 or 8, and then I drop an F-bomb and throw my rope across the floor. Guilty. And get frustrated. Guilty. To me, that is so counterproductive. Not only do you look a little bit like a toddler in the moment, but also you're not taking the time to take a couple breaths and compose yourself you're doing right. you're doing a disservice so um you see it a lot with olympic lifts or or a high skill level movement hand walking maybe some muscle ups where you you'll miss a rep you get frustrated and you you audibly or or you know physically show that frustration instead of taking a deep breath composing yourself getting refocused and doing what your body knows to do that's that that is a pet peeve, but I do think it should be a rule. Don't throw temper tantrums.
0: Yeah, tantrums don't help anything.
1: That's not that's not that's not good. Stop CrossFit. talking to me like Stop. that. That's already I'm talking. I mean, and I'm guilty of it too. I've done it before. I've hit a bad snatch and dropped a, a curse word and walked away and got frustrated. You know, I've I've been my former coaches have gotten onto me about that, and the truth is is that they're right. Because the more time you spend in frustration mode, the less time you're spending calming down and getting ready for the moving forward for that. And it, I always talk about golf when I think about this. Once you hit that ball and it doesn't go where you want to go, there's nothing you can do about it I now. I hate golf. There's nothing you can do about it once that ball goes where you don't want it to. The only thing you can think about is your next swing. So you have to be composed and think about how do I fix this? What well, right. can I do better? And so that's my, that's my rule.
0: I like it. No temper one? tantrums. I had one. Do you remember it?
1: Um, you talked about... I know you mentioned being on time.
0: But nah, we that talked, wasn't like that an wasn't, unbreakable rule. Because yeah.
1: life happens. Right. Uh, it's tough. I,
0: I can't think. remember. It was a good one, though. Yeah. Anyway.
1: If you think about it, we'll talk about it. Yeah, another time. We'll figure it out.
0: So there are the eight. There are eight uh, unbreakable, unbreakable, unbreakable laws of being a CrossFitter, guys. We just wanted to have fun today. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Go back, listen to it again. Um, and if
1: you think of any that you think should be an unbreakable rule of a CrossFitter, send us we, a message. Yeah, we would love to hear that.
0: Absolutely. Um, get involved. Thank you guys for listening to the Tangled Delta podcast this week. We'll talk to you later.